Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, it's the best day of the week, the Lord's Day. Happy Lord's Day to all of you. First Sunday in November. How did that happen? Where did October go? Where did the rest of the year go? We're into month 11. In this month, Holy Mother Church teaches us to pray for all who have died. So let's explore that great gift today a little bit together. So we should be praying for the dead all the time, but certainly in the month of November is one of these reminders that the church gives us. Just like, you know, Lent is not the only time where we're to fast, but it's a specific time to remind us that we should be fasting. And hopefully it draws us outside of the season of Lent as well. So it is in the month of November. Yes, we are to pray for the dead in the month of November, but we're also called to pray for our deceased brothers and sisters every day. But we need those reminders. So what is so important about praying for those who have died? Well, number one, they can no longer help themselves. Once somebody has passed away, your time to work on your soul, to make amends for sin and to do good deeds Your time has ended. That's what we believe. That's what we know is a facet of our faith. And so once they go before the judgment seat of God, they're either admitted directly into heaven, sent directly to hell, please God for no one, because that is absolutely devastating. Eternal damnation. Oh, I don't even want to say it, let alone think about it. And then, friends, there's God's merciful place that he calls purgatory as a last chance for redemption. Only those who go to purgatory need our prayer because, indeed, they are at one point destined for heaven because of God's mercy and love for them, but they're not there yet. So in praying for the dead, it's a beautiful responsibility that we all have that we should not take for granted or not put off to the side, but rather something that we always do. It's nice to pray for our deceased loved ones and friends by name, but even if you just say, Lord, I'm lifting to you all the deceased members of my family, this covers anyone who may be a member of your family, yes, but also who might be forgotten. We often associate, even within our families, people that we are actively engaged with. But what about our great-grandparent? Who's praying for them? It can be easy to forget to pray for people. We get so caught up in our own lives that we use the gift of today in many ways, but perhaps not necessarily that important part of our prayer. The church in her wisdom reminds us that at every single Mass we pray for those who are deceased and sometimes for those who are alive too in a Mass intention, often celebrating, say, a birthday, an anniversary, or a special occasion. Whereas when the date is given, it's usually the anniversary of somebody's death or birthday or something to that effect. 
Any day is a good day to pray for the dead, but especially in the month of November, where we have a dedicated effort to pray for those who have died and whose names are marked in the Book of Life. Once again, coming from sacred scripture, the Book of Life suggests that God writes everyone's names down, and if they are found in the Book of Life, then to heaven they go. And if they're bound to the opposite, then sadly the opposite is also true. This ability and desire to pray for those who have died shows our continued love, respect, and admiration for them. We care about the spiritual well-being of their souls and want to make sure that they can bask in the light of Christ for all eternity. Until that day, when you and I are called by God to pass from this world through death and then finally see God for who he is. Again, it can be easy to do this until we actually understand the great joy it is to do this. So it's a privilege rather than a task or a duty. In praying for the dead, we honor and love them. In praying for the dead, we take seriously the command of Jesus. In praying for the dead, we show our love for God, especially when we pray for the stranger and the person who we don't know. We say, you know, Lord, I offer to you anyone who's going to die today. Lord, I offer to you anyone who dies suddenly today. Lord, I offer to you all those after a long sickness who might die today. Lord, I offer you people who may not die but are suffering greatly. Be their instrument of peace too. So friends, there's all kinds of layers here in our desire to pray and to lift our loved ones to God. The best prayer, of course, is a mass for them. Masses have great strength. Masses give great grace. For it is in the holy sacrifice of the mass that we are redeemed. Having said that, it can also be an opportunity to pray for them. Perhaps somewhere at like the mausoleum or cemetery, we might spend time with them as we lift them to Almighty God, praying perhaps some special prayers of ourselves, the rosary, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, perhaps another devotion that you might have, the Way of the Cross, etc. These are all opportunities to pray for our loved ones who have died too, but they're in a second category. It's not as strong as the gift of a Mass. And so if it's been a while since you've had a Mass said for a loved one who's died, maybe through this podcast you may determine to visit your local parish office and ask to have a Mass celebrated for them. Maybe it's on their anniversary, maybe it's their date of death, maybe it's another special day. But even if it's just a regular day and the date doesn't necessarily mean anything, doesn't mean that you should stop. Because indeed, the um, need for us to lift them is something that we should do no matter what. May the Lord find us watchful in prayer and persistent in prayer. So who are the people that we're going to commit to pray for this November? Who are the members of your family and friends who may have died not necessarily recently, but many years ago? How can we ensure that they are being prayed for? If they're in heaven, great. The graces go back to us or some other soul in need. But if they've been in purgatory for a long time because they 
hadn't been to confession, hadn't been remorseful for their sins, etc., then what a great opportunity for us to help them, to speed up the process so that they too can see and bask in the light of Christ for all eternity. Join me again as we prayed the other day on All Souls Day, friends, in this beautiful and ancient prayer of the Church. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May our brothers and sisters rest in peace. Amen. And may their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. Lord our God, we thank you for the opportunity to pray for our loved ones. We thank you for the gift of eternal life. We thank you for the gift of purgatory and that second chance, even after we have died, for you to flood our souls with your mercy. We thank you for our loved ones' love and all the memories we've shared together. I also ask that you lift to your almighty throne all those holy souls in purgatory that have no one to pray for them. May our prayers for them quicken the process of purgation and allow them to be reconciled to you. For God's Playbook friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.